Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Massive show in store for you here tonight. He's back. We're back. You know, that reminds me of last night <laughs> when Texas, my God, man. And then you had fake baseball people trying to say, that wasn't a choke. Buddy, you have a guy hitting 250 at the plate the last two weeks. You cannot walk him when you have an 0-2 count on him. Can't walk him. I don't care who he is. Man, but that's not who we're talking about. We're talking about Carter the Power Bryant joins us here tonight at 730. He usually joins us on Mondays. He's been off the last couple of weeks. We've given my man a little bit of a break because LSU baseball has been dominating. We've just had so much baseball stuff going on, but he's back. So looking forward to my guy um, joining us again here at 730. It's a rematch. Now, I've come out and said that I wanted Southern Miss for what happened last year in the regional with LSU and Southern Miss. You got Tennessee. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. As both of those teams historically over the last two years have battled not only in recruiting, but especially in the transfer portal. And little birdie was in my ear today telling me they're already battling in the transfer portal, uh, Tony V and Jay Johnson. So nevertheless, may the best team win, which I do think will be LSU. Uh, I got a good feeling inside my bones, that we're going to see Paul Skeens versus Tennessee. Really, really good feeling. Got to win game one. Now, 
We'll recap here tonight what happened in that three-game series. You did pretty well the first two games. You won both of them. Uh, but Thatcher Hurd had his worst start of the year against him in game three. Now, I don't think Thatcher sees Tennessee, but nevertheless, they're a different team. You're a different team. Dolander has gone to their number two uh, to help him out with some things does he move back and face LSU again after a not a bad start man I mean he was only down they were only down one run when he came out of that game but LSU did take the series in Baton Rouge this past year uh two to one so we're gonna see Tennessee's gonna try to tie the series for the year and LSU's gonna try to win it all by beating them in game one in that series also jay johnson gives his omaha preview we'll touch on that as well i have some comments inside of the chat asking blake when do you think i think philip rose asked it but blake when do you think that jay will announce a uh a pitching coach i would expect maybe at the end of the year and unless you go deep and unless something happens but you know we'll see man we'll see you know i, I there are some names that are floating around out there uh, I, I still think that he has – I don't really think. But there are some Major League Baseball coaches, pitching coaches, that are intrigued when you're spending that amount of money for a pitching coach. Uh, they're going to be intrigued. So, And Wes Johnson did his introductory pest conference, which I don't understand why people are like, well, is he going to coach? Is he going to actually coach pitches? Yeah, guys. It's like what happens when an offensive coordinator – in football, defensive coordinator takes a head job. They might, I mean, they're going to coach, man. They're going to coach. He's going to be there. As he said in his uh, introductory press conference today, that he's been in touch with all the Georgia players, he's recruiting, and that he's heading. he was heading back to Baton Rouge. He was going to do a bullpen session with, with uh, Paul Skeens, and then they're headed on the plane tomorrow for Omaha. So, Gotta love it. As LSU, it is announced that they'll be playing at 6 p.m. Game four of Saturday, which I, I do love the most. LSU in a night game in Omaha, seating 25,000-plus is going to be really fun. Really, really, really fun. Going to lock down. So when Carter, before Carter comes on, we talked about this last night, but we just had so much baseball we had to touch on that I do want to continue to talk about this full state lockdown and recruiting uh, and go a little bit more in depth. Right, I, I, just to give it another set of, uh, well, how do I want to say this? I just had more thoughts about it. How about that? I had more thoughts about what we're seeing, and it's kind of quiet, you know, kind of quiet. You know, everybody's like, oh, LSU's ranked seven, you know, and they're going to climb up that list, guys. We're in June. We're in June. I promise you there's going to be more commits coming. Uh, as we mentioned, Carter Bryant at 7.30, and then we'll go around your SEC. Did y'all see the Shane Beamer full house video? That, like an introductory video? I, here's what I don't understand. Maybe you guys in the chat can help me out here. Why is it that when Bri if Brian Kelly would do something so weird or, or like just awkward, people would rip him alive? Shane Beamer does it, and everybody applauds it. I, 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 don't, I, I don't understand it. I, like, I think it's a cool video. It's full house. You know, I mean, 
the newsman, the paperboy, the evening TV. You know, you remember the song. It's cool. But did y'all see that silly video from South Carolina? We got to touch on that as well. And I, I got to call out Arkansas fans, man. I've been seeing this all day. Arkansas people thinking that they're going 10-2 and two in the SEC in football. <laughs> <laughs> no you're not no you're not come on dude come on dude like how many times we're we gonna sit here and say oh Arkansas it, it's their year where come on man come on dude like I, I'm tired of every year like guys we've been doing this in 17 and every year since 2017 we're going 10 and 2 this is our year. At some point, y'all got to start being realistic with y'all selves, man. Is your ceiling maybe nine and three? Cool, great. I'm with you. Maybe you can get there. Come on, dude. Y'all don't have the depth and the talent. So we'll talk about Arkansas here tonight as well. And as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, hashtag Ask Blake. Thoughts, questions, concerns, throw them inside of the Rudy Crew chat. And we will get to as many of them as we can. Before we get to them, though, let me just say this. Um, to former, I guess now, head coach Scott Barry of Southern Miss, uh, a tip of the cap. Um, happy retirement, coach. Um, some years ago, Scott Barry would take a young man that has actually been on this platform and is now the head coach of Franklinton High School, recruit him and 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 bring in my family uh a part of my family into the southern miss nation uh so coach, coach barry tip of the cap i hope you do a lot of fishing i hope you hang out with your family and nobody bothers you i hope you get to just watch a lot of baseball on tv and you know you know watch southern miss but tip of the cap to you man you're an awesome person and you're an amazing human being so tip of the cap to Coach Scott Barry, I wish you would have been able to pull it out last night, but I do think the more talented team did win uh, in Tennessee, which we'll, we'll touch on uh, after the break. Let's get it rolling, though, with some of these comments. Holden Lee says, can't wait to start hearing some portal additions. You'll start hearing some. Some of them will make so much sense to you that you, you want to scream. Charlie Villatorza says, I think we will get the uh, DT from Acadiana, the five-star Dominic Ma." Kinley. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Kid can play. Chad says, Omaha, E-A-U-X, bound, baby, go Tigers. That's right. That's right. I don't, look, I, I, I probably should say this. Um, I, I should say thank you, but I'm going to do it at the end of the week. Man, so many of you guys are buying those t-shirts. Like, we literally, literally, the Omaha t-shirts, if you just joined us, you don't know about them. We made a shirt. I can share the link to you. They're all over our socials, though. The Omaha EAUX, I think that we're, you know, like well well past the, the three digits, like closing in on some massive numbers, man. So thank you all so much uh, for doing that. You, I cannot tell you how amazing that is. I really didn't think that would happen. You know, I, I've been on this platform before. I don't like doing the merch, but... Uh, since the addition of my buddy Todd and him running the show, it's been fantastic. He he is he is the goat. He is the goat. Uh, Old vet says, "Why are you so mean, Blake? I don't know. Am I mean or do I tell the truth? 
am I mean? Because this is the second time somebody's called me mean today, but am, am I mean or am I telling the truth? Because, and I know I know what you're probably talking about. You're probably talking about Arkansas. Guys, at some point, like at some point, right? We got to get to a point where somebody's got to call out Arkansas. Oh, well, it's just Arkansas. BS, man. You're not going 10 and 2. You are not going 10 and 2. So we're going to continue to this SEC run, even though, you know, we started in May. But, you know, baseball just kind of went by the wayside because we had so much we had to address here. But don't don't you think for one second that football's not on the forefront of my mind? Don't you think that forefront that football's not on the forefront of my mind? So if you think that and you're an Arkansas fan, you're an idiot, bro. Like, you're dumb. And then, like, and, and, and this isn't like, I'm not even talking about media. I'm just talking about fans, like, constantly in our mentions on Twitter. Like, but you can't even justify it. When you can't justify those means, you stop. I would respect you if you could justify the mean, but you can't. You can't. Side Tate says, I live in Conway, Arkansas. I haven't heard one St. Arkansas fan say they're going uh, to be good. Any, or going, Arkansas fans say they're going to be any good, except some still believe uh, KJ over JD. I mean, dude, it's all in our mentions, man. It's all over our mentions. I, I can't make this up. Uh, Alex Daigle says, good place to hang with LSU fans with kids in Omaha. Uh, have two 16-year-old nephews. Um, somebody help him out. Kirk, uh, Kirk uh, if Kirk's in here, Kirk sent me like a whole scouting report on the entire state of Nebraska. I know you weren't being serious, old vet. I'm just uh, telling the truth. That's why I love listening to your show, <laughs> says David. Thanks, David. Uh, but it's true. Kurt Paul, if you're in here, there he is. Um, he says, I'm not mean. I'm just O-lineman. I'll O-lineman. That's true. Kirk, if you want to tell people where they can go in Omaha, because my man's got the full scouting report. Uh, Michael Blanco on YouTube says, hey, BK can't recruit. Blake, no, he cannot. No, he cannot. And everybody, and everybody who gets on to me, it's just something that we're doing about the whole BK thing, can't recruit. Because that was the number one thing that everybody kept saying. All right, Aaron Miller says, I'd like to see Doe Lander on a short week. Well, I, it actually, I don't think it would be a short week because uh, he threw on Saturday. So it'd be seven days for him uh, if he threw uh, against LSU. And, and I'm with you. I want to see Doe Lander. Like, I want hit their best. If Doe Lander's their best, I want to see him. Because the truth is, whether it be Wake Forest, whether it be Tennessee, whether it be TCU down the road, whether it be Florida, I want Paul Skeens against you if we can get there. Don't, I, why would why would I not? If Dolander is is and I'm already giving some of my thoughts, but if Dolander is a top ten pick and Paul Skeens is number one, let's go at it. Don't be scared, Tony V. Don't be scared, Big Daddy. Don't be scared. If you're scared, go to church. If you're scared, buy a dog. But you better put Dolander against LSU. Let's roll. Best versus best. The champions want to go against other champions. Champions and the best want to go against the best. So if Dolander has to, oh, well, we're going to let him go in game two. Like you're like talking like you're the gingerbread man off of Shrek, then I don't know what to tell you. Sliding in to take a photo op. 
Just saying, I want Dolander. Oh, yeah, it was Sunday. My days, my days get so thrown off when these Super Regionals start on Saturday. Thank you, Paul's Hub. I mean, but Saturday to Saturday, Sunday to Saturday, still. I mean, he did that to LSU already this year. They played on a, he pitched on a Friday. He turned around and pitched on Thursday. I mean, he's going damn near a week, almost a week. Dolander's fine with his rest, man. Dolander would be fine with his rest. So would Paul Skeens. The curveball. All right, a couple more, then we'll get rolling. Uh, Jarvis Harmon on Facebook says, Arkansas is a great quarterback and running back. That's about it. Do they? Let me. Oh, I'm. I'm. I'm going to wait for that because I'm going to say something that's going to piss a lot of people off. Are, do is KJ really that good? Like when KJ's in there, yes, he's good. Can he stay on the field? My man's. My man is. My man gets hurt too much. Man, the best ability is availability. The best ability is availability. All right, last one. Then we'll we'll get rolling. Uh, Trey Mixon. On Facebook says, Blake, what are your thoughts on football schedule this season? I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Pause, Chris. He's just big. Pause. It's Pause worthy material right there. All right, let's get rolling. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all of those social media groups. Guys, I got to admit, you, everybody on Facebook, man, you continue to dominate the views and the live stream. Thank you so much. Hit the like and share. Share to all of those social media groups. Share to all of your social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, notification bell. The road to 10K is on the way. If you're listening to us, and welcome if it's your first time on Fubo TV. Welcome aboard. I'm your host, Blake Rafino. This is AYS. Wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe, we greatly appreciate you doing that as well. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag and our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons, gmvarnoandsons.com. Don't go anywhere. Dolander, BK locking down the state, Arkansas, you're Rudy Poop. Back next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first to market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales, no job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you, and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno & Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. We're back. 
let me just mention this very quickly. So this continues to remind me of Texas. What in heart what a heartbreaker in a way to lose a game. If you missed it last night, Texas took on Stanford. Two runners on, one run on first, one run on second, and pop fly in the right field, two outs, and the right fielder and center fielder lost the ball in the lights or what they call the twilight uh, in St- at Stanford. And that's how they lost the game. So, listen, as much as I might dislike Texas, I don't like when teams lose like that. But but here's my thing about the choke job, which some people who cover G5 program or less FCS programs who never play baseball a day in their life, and then when they see you out in public, they just stare at you, want to say that's not a choke job. You have to know about that situation in Stanford. You have to know that when the sun is going down, it's very hard to see the ball off the bat. You've played three games there. It's already happened to you twice. How can you not know? Okay, that's situational awareness. If that were to happen anywhere else, anywhere else to any other team in the, any color other, other fashion, you, they, that team would have been ripped. I hate that. I really, really do hate that, that they lost that way. But you have to know and have a scouting report on that. Jay Johnson today, and we'll preview what Jay said about Omaha. He goes, guys, I, I played out there multiple times, and it's really a thing. Like, you have to be ready for that. He goes, the same thing with Alex Box, like when Brain Joe Bear, and even, uh, what was it, guys, Sunday that uh, Trey Morgan lost the ball in the lights and the pickoff move from Ty Floyd. Like, you, those are things that you have to prepare for. You have to know. And I know that it's tough, but that, that's a part of the game. You hate it. I don't like seeing it. But, yeah. But, yeah. All right. So last night, the game started Tennessee and Southern Miss really late. So now that we all know, it's Tennessee. You've already taken two of three of them. You faced Doe Lander. You faced Burns. Truthfully, you did well against both of them. Both guys are going to be in the major leagues. Just call it what it is. Doe Lander, even though having an off year, he's still really freaking good. So is Chase Burns. But Chase Burns is not coming out as a starter as he did when you faced him so many weeks ago. No, 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 he's back in the bullpen, which I do think makes him a little bit more dangerous than before. But you're only going to see one guy. Maybe you see Chase Burns out of, the, out of the bullpen. Who knows? Truth is, you never know what you're going to get with Tennessee. And when we talk about, well, that's baseball, the lingo of that's baseball – the better team at Tennessee was last year's team, not this year's team, but this year's team's in Omaha. You never know what you're going to get from Tennessee this season. Either they're really hot and they're rolling, pretty much what they did all regional in that Clemson regional, or they get one hit against South Carolina in Hoover, and you're like, damn, this team is really struggling. They are, as my good buddy Bill King would say, out in Nashville, who is a Tennessee alum, they're the most bipolar team in baseball. I don't think it's going to matter. Let's call it what it is. Paul Skeens is probably going to be on the mound. You've seen him twice in game one situations. you got to get in the winner's bracket. You have to be in the winner's bracket. 
Stanford is going to go up against Wake Forest and, and the bracket that you're already in, pretty have a damn good idea that they're going to go with their ace against Stanford. Stanford's going to throw their ace against Wake Forest. So if you win and you have to face Wake, you're already going to be facing their number two and you're going to have to go with yours. Tennessee's a really good team. You can't play around with them. Because in case you've missed it, and, you know, a lot of people, what they like to do is rip on Tennessee because they had a quote-unquote down year. They're in Omaha. Just a newsflash, they can hit really well. The last time that you faced them, they destroyed the baseball. You're the better team. If you remember that series from a year ago, or I mean from a year ago, from earlier this season, though, there were a couple of guys in that game that didn't really have a lot to do. Brayden Jobert was just kind of getting in and out of the lineup. Brady Neal was still in the lineup, and Hayden Travinsky was not there. You weren't as hot as you were right now with the sticks. And Gavin Dugas was the one leading, leading the charge the entire way. So what I'm telling you is, even though you know that LSU has changed, so has Tennessee. But as it continues, in my personal and professional opinion, you are the better team against Tennessee. Now, Jay Johnson previewed Omaha. And you know what's one thing about Jay that I've been covering him the last two years? You know, Matt Trent and I, we talked about this last night, but Matt Trent and I, even sitting down with him uh, in, in their business of operations or what he calls his business of operations, but Jay just feels so much looser than he did this time last year, obviously, because he didn't make it out of a regional. But bottom line, bottom line is this. I think Jay Johnson's experience in Omaha already is going to benefit you greatly. You know it. I know it. Pretty much everybody knows it. He knows how to fill out his uh, his pitching rotation. Wes Johnson talked about that today when in his introductory press conference at Georgia. We have things already planned out. Two coaches that know what they need to do in Omaha. Jay has a plan. And I think that Jay Jay has this silent confidence about himself. You could tell it. It's, it's, uh, It's coming off of him every time he speaks about this silent confidence that he has in his team. And why not? They've dominated literally dominated this entire postseason. But I will tell you, and you can go back and look at it, of the series in the SEC that you won, that one might have been the closest because they hung around so many times with you. But for me, I want Chase Dolander. I want to see Chase Dolander. I want to see their best without question. They have a top 10 pick in Dolander. You have potentially the number one overall pick in Paul Skeens. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Because we saw what Paul Skeens did against Kentucky the second time. What do you think? What can he do against Tennessee the second time? Pitched phenomenally, phenomenally against Tennessee so many weeks ago. I think he's going to do it again. Now, in listening to Jay and when they're leaving and when they're practicing and the the second game and everything, you know, they're getting the time to go practice. 
uh, out at – it's not Rosenblatt anymore, but uh, Charles Schwab Field, I feel good where we're at. Let me add to this. Now, Jay was not asked this, but he kind of be- he kind of beat around the bush to give a heads up, it felt like to me, when listen to it. I know you haven't seen guys come out of the bullpen in the last couple of weeks. You're going to need everybody. Let me repeat. You will need everybody coming out of the bullpen if you're going to win it all. That means Christian Little. I mean, that means Dutton. That means everybody that you can get your hands on. Gavin Gidry is going to have to continue to go three innings. Riley Cooper, Thatcher Hurd, a lot of people. I feel confident where you sit. The thing that you have to worry about right now, I don't want to talk about Wake, and I'm not going to talk about Wake on this show probably all week. I'm not. Because the only thing that truly matters, you got to get off to a hot start. You got to go 1-0 in Omaha. You get in that winner's bracket, you can do some special things, man. You can do some special things. Go out there and take what's yours. Go out there and take what's yours. I don't know if y'all are the same as I am, but I feel the confidence breathing out of this team. Let's go take on Tennessee. You want to know who the baddest man in the SEC is? Is it Tony Valls or is it Jay Johnson? Let's go figure that out. Let's go figure it out. Competitors want to compete at the highest level. All right couple comments before we get uh to Carter the power Bryant he says Omaha is epic pretty pumped up for the college world series run you don't even like baseball this man hates baseball he's this man says the only stick he swings is magic I got the magic stick calm down 50 cent All right, and this man's uh, – no, I'm, I'm going to come out the gate with it. Chris Lomax says, I've seen a lot of Vols fans talking crap. They're already in the mentions. Losers. Uh, Brett says, Christian Little walked everyone game three. Was that Christian Little or was that Thatcher Hurd? Thatcher Hurd was horrendous in that game three. He didn't record an out and he gave up six runs. And if I'm not mistaken, so did Riley Cooper. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Riley Cooper gave it as well. Paul's up on YouTube says Stanford radio had uh, to be playing Manfred Mann this morning after that ending had to be had to be Robert Law says what I say Blake Ty Floyd first game in Skeens when we play Wake no I, I don't think so man I, I don't think so I, I think you got to go Skeens you can't toy around with teams in Omaha man they're there for a reason and Louder is going to probably go for Wake against Stanford. Uh, Matthews is probably going to go for Stanford against Wake. You got to go with Skeens, man, and you got to hope that Ty Floyd can go out there in game two and deal for you. Either either you're in the winner's bracket or you're in the loser's bracket. You He's got to go out there and deal. Like, there's no turning back now. It, 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 I, I said, I've said this before on this program, but it's like we talked about the Alabama week. When you're facing uh, unbelievable opponents, 
you got to be like the Vikings when they went into battle. You got to go up on the shoreline, burn the boats, because there's no turning back. There is no tomorrow for you. There is no tomorrow for you. We'll see. Our last one. Uh, Matthew Daigle, who, by the way, has been to eight games this year and says that every game that he's been to this year, LSU's undefeated, said, just saying, Blake, me and my wife and my dad have been to eight baseball games. We're 8-0. Wish we could make it to Omaha because we're superstitious. Well, we'll see. We will see. If they go to the championship series, somebody fly this man out. Get Gordon on the phone. All right. Let's get to Carter the Power Bryant. Brian Kelly locking the state down. We talk about that with Carter next. Let's talk about a good friend, Tyler Alexander, over at EXP Realty and our good friend, Carol Falls over at State Farm. Don't go anywhere. The man is back. He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man. He's here for you. You want to buy or sell? Well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler. He'll shoot you straight. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. We're back! How? So, you haven't been on this show in three weeks. Is that correct? Three. What's up, man? I know that this show is what keeps your life in line. You want to know why? Let's hear it. <laughs> because your Rudy Pooh has been going out there on social media making fun of people that wear hey dudes. Is that why I, I've been boycotted? That's you have been boycotted because you're making fun of hey dudes. How dare you? So the funny thing is, I did not ever make fun of hey dudes. I'm so Never glad that won. you brought that up Never. because the direct quote is, and I, I'm just quoting here, hey, dudes are dumb. That's not what it said. That's not what it said. I, the, the, the joke was, and it's not even a joke. It's just an observation. In the South, you will see someone in a full tuxedo with hey, dudes. No, that's, that's just in Arkansas. No, it's it's everywhere. Why does the Arkansas fan base think they're going ten and two? By the way, I I tell me who that person is. They're all in our mentions. They're all in our mentions. KJ Jefferson Blake. KJ can play. I I do not like bull. They don't have they don't have the dudes, Carter. They no, do not have the dudes. That's the bottom I, line. The, I I will tell you this, okay? 
when you look at their roster, they did do a good job in the portal. They lost a lot of players, but a lot of those guys weren't really good. <clears throat> and they have gotten some good guys from LSU out of the portal. They've gotten some other good players as well. Their schedule is a lot easier than what it was last year, but I am not in love with that team. I, I'm just not. I think KJ will will them through some wins, but I think this is another six and six, seven and five year for them. What do you think? I'm right there with you. I think they're seven yeah. and five, eight and four. Um, yeah. By the way, you've been covering LSU athletics since 2010. Is that correct? 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll say that. Outside of take everything Burrow related out. Okay. okay. Is Dylan Cruz in the top of the ninth hitting a two RBI double in your last game at home to send you to the College World Series? Is that not the biggest moment? Not, I mean, not bigger than than Angel Reese and 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 this, right? But I will say the biggest moment on, let's say, like Baton Rouge soil with him being who he that's is. That's what I. That's what I meant. Yeah. I didn't mean okay. the. I didn't mean like. But I yeah, probably yeah. should have refrained the question better. But because yeah, I went, as but, soon as I asked it, I was like, "Well, Angel Reese." But at home, at home, yes. like I, I'm was, thinking about Burrow doing the, yeah, you obviously. know, like the Burrow thing. Name a time in Alex Bob or, 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 I mean, to me, it, it's up there with Jane Daniels's corner route throw to Mason Taylor and the earthquake happening. I, Carter, it's just such a massive deal, dude. That, that the number one overall pick potentially in his last at bat sends you to uh, con, like confirms and sends you to Omaha. What's really interesting about that whole weekend, Blake, from a media perspective, is it was such a magical, dominant weekend that it completely erased all the chaos that was surrounding. Uh, some of the decisions that Jay Johnson made over the weekend, and that lets you know how good. Well, Jay didn't they make were. those decisions. Well, not his. I'm not just talking about the delay. I'm talking about Skeens throwing versus Tulane, and so on, and so on, and so on. Oh, so you do no. like baseball? Oh, I mean, look, you're I have so nothing. full of it. You say you hate I, baseball, but you love it. Look, played AAU baseball, quote unquote, played AAU baseball. I, I, I like it. It's it's fine. It's not my favorite thing. I don't watch every game though. Like oh man, I'm in it. I, dude, I, I, Give I me know a not midweek against a raunchy ass opponent drinking some ranch water. Dude, I, the funny thing is I do. I'm not making like ranch fun. Water. I don't see when you say ranch I water. I thought it was actually like it tasted like ranch, and then I tried one last week, and it was just <laughs> it's just think? a beer. You know, it's just a Texas yeah, light just, beer. I mean, it's not anything. Special middle lights to go. All right, Carter, we'll get to some baseball, back to baseball in just a minute. Let's do it. The last time, so let me let me preface this by saying this. Potentially, if Brian Kelly can lock the state down by getting guys like Wardell Mack and Dominic McKinley to commit, and Billy Ott and Young, Carter, the last time that something like this has happened, you remember when that year was, right? Remind me. 2001 Saban. Right. 
So you mean to tell me that potentially Brian Kelly is going to do something that Ed Orsron and Les Miles couldn't do themselves? It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And look, it goes back to what you said and I said last year. Everybody crapped on BK for not locking down the state of Louisiana when those kids were never going to LSU, a lot of them. Uh, and, and a lot of you know the, who those kids were. I mean, let's call them and who that, they were. The DB that went to Texas, um, the QB that went to uh, Bama, I, I mean, Arch Manning. Yeah. They were absolutely. never coming here. Never. Yeah. And look, Brian Kelly's done a really good job locking down this this state. 2025 is going to be really good as well for LSU. So, you know, look, this class has a lot of defensive talent in the state of Louisiana. Huh. I watch a lot of Billy Ott uh, today. And Duke can play, was, can he? Yeah, he's really good. And what was interesting is it goes. I, I was thinking of Malik Neighbors. They're not the they're they're not really similar players, but Billy Ott's seven on seven footage is so much fun to watch. I know. And what was crazy was Malik Neighbors, his seven-on-seven footage was Also, it's equally as crazy. Right. It was Mm -hmm. way, like, his seven-on-seven stuff was like, okay, this is awesome. Now, I know what a lot of people are going to say. Well, it's seven-on-seven. It's not actual football. But the one thing about seven-on-seven that is like actual football is if you're running a go and it's a 50-50 ball – that's that's like a game situation. It's just you versus a DB, and Billy Ott wins every lot. one of those reps. Yeah, he went. He wins a lot. And and, and Carter, do you have the entire him. coaching staff walk up to him, and then um, Cortez offered him? It's crazy. That was a great photo. It was a great uh, photo. It was a great photo. So Joel Rogers committed yesterday, which is another what you were just mentioning, another defensive talent. Then you got Andre Evans that's committing on the 16th that we'll all be watching out for uh, as well. Here's my thing, Carter, with Brian Kelly. is the Did he answer the one real question we had about him? About the recruiting? Uh, well, I, I mean, name another thing that he does at a bad level. None of it. Okay, None so it. let me ask this, and this might be a deeper question. If he's dominating re- in recruiting – like at LSU, what does that say about Notre Dame? It wasn't what everyone thought it was. And you see Jack Swarbick retiring. Some of that it might be realignment stuff. And look, Oh, dude, they're going to the Big Ten or ACC. Yeah, and he probably didn't want that. Uh, he, he's very all about the old guard, right? But, yeah, you know, a lot of it with, with Brian Kelly – is look, I, I think people get the BK can't recruit question wrong, right? They they say, well, he, he can't recruit. Well, let's just say he couldn't, right? Part of the reason why he went to LSU is it is easier to recruit the state of Louisiana if you are LSU because, well, you're LSU, and that's why Brian Kelly did it. And what's very interesting is there are a lot of things that he is really good at that the previous coaches weren't really good at. And one of those things is actually being between the headsets on Saturdays and uh, on Sunday versus Florida State here in a few months. So, obviously, really excited about what LSU is doing in recruiting. And 
the next question, Blake, now that you've locked down the state of Louisiana? Well, not can not yet. Not yet. He's got two. Not, if he gets – look, I, I don't really care about the receivers other than Billiot. I think you get him and Young, the kid from Holy Cross. I yeah, think I like those him. kids are coming. If you get Wardell Mack and if you get Dominic McKinley, uh, Carl, I don't – look, what's happened – there's two things happening with LSU football right now, especially with Brian Kelly. Number one, things are going unnoticed because women's college basketball, they took over, yeah, right, like for a month, and then they go into the portal, they get Van Litt, they get uh, um, uh, Morrow – they're they're just dominating. They get the number one player in the in, 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 in recruiting from a high school level. Uh, so then Jay Johnson's team turns around in year two, and now they're in Omaha. Meanwhile, meanwhile, and I know that they're technically ranked like number seven in the country in recruiting. But Carter, I'm looking at what you're doing in state, and you're two pay maybe three recruits inside the state away from not even going outside the state fully yet, like offensive line, Marcus Maskell, Colin Simmons, what if he commits to LSU? I, I get to a point where, Carter, that I, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but just the notoriety is kind of going unnoticed, right? Like LSU football, to some extent, has gone a little bit unnoticed, and Brian Kelly loves that. Convince me that I'm wrong, or tell me that I'm wrong. Because they're not making – Carter, they are not in any headline. Ed Orgeron, every week, even in the season going in, the preseason going into 19, we would come on this show. He was in there every single week. Yeah, it, it, the last few regimes, there was more of these chaotic stories. And this program has been buttoned up. You know, that's obviously a, a very good thing. You know, you've only heard positive things. Uh, th thus far so obviously that's really good and and like you said Colin Simmons uh, what if Cam Coleman commits a wide receiver that I like a lot uh, who will be visiting so uh, yeah I mean it, it's Draylon Miller Draylon, yeah Draylon Miller absolutely and look I, I'll, I'll say this you know moving forward now that the recruiting looks to be fine we're going to get really excited about next year because this roster is going to be very good alright let's and, go there and because Carter, we're in June. We're it, like, look, we're halfway through June, buddy. Like, crazy. Like next, crazy. like in two weeks, we start applying for our credentials and stuff. We are one month away from uh, SEC media days. So, I, I, I'll, I'll say this, Jeez, dude. It's crazy. It's, it's catching up. But could you imagine? Could you imagine if LSU won it all in baseball and you had two weeks to get ready for football? be wild people would have to people wouldn't care about media days they just they be, they'd be they'd be gearing up for you know like they'd be still on that high and you know what carter let me ask you this do you think momentum plays a big part in this like and and, and here's another question that i have too a two-parter does this does jay johnson going to omaha put serious serious um I don't want to say ram. Uh, I don't know how to really word it other than serious pressure on BK. It does, but I I think Brian Kelly was under the most pressure 
um, out of any of the coaches because of this. He is a big historian on the game of football. Uh And he's won more games than anybody at Notre Dame. He's one of the most successful college coaches, college football, Hall of Fame. So on and so on, he's won all these awards. But he knows to be remembered for, you know, eternity, really. You got to win the natty. And if Jay Johnson gets it done, I'm – I think he's going to. I just feel really good about this team. I, dude, um, I, there's stuff about life when, like, if Kim Mulkey won it and Jay Johnson won it, I'd bet $1,000 LSU football did. Like, there's weird things like that, dude. There's weird things like that, man. Put it down. Year two magic, baby. Now, look, what's very interesting. Poor Matt is, McMahon. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, but, look, John Morant still has eligibility left. Bring him back. Why not? John Morant might be out of the league forever, That's which, crazy. which is so stupid because you know that in the state of Tennessee, you can have a gun in your car. It, it's wild. It's wild. Is, I, it, I, is it wilder than Zion? I don't know. No, I'm going to tell you something. Having a gun in your car and doing this with a gun is not crazier than Mariah Mills. Mariah. I, I I seriously had to look her up. I mean, that might be the wow. biggest ass I've ever seen in my life. Thicker than cold peanut butter, baby. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, that that's it. Yeah, yeah. Look, hey, you're, you're, she's you're what now? She's what? Now, I, now here's the thing. I'm I, sending I, this to your wife. She she's thicker you, than you, peanut you butter. You you should. Okay. Is it crunchy? <laughs> oh God, you don't you don't want that. You don't want that. Oh, man. Uh, Uh, Anyway. No, 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 no. But I do have to say this about the thicker than cold peanut butter line. I used to do stand-up. That is not my line. That is Dion Cole's line. One of the best to ever do it. Very underrated comedian. He's not, like, super huge, but he's really (laughs) good. That that, that is – that special was so good. I forgot the name of the special. It's so, so, so good. Stand-up mastery. Uh, but yeah, thicker than cold peanut butter. But what's interesting is the Pelicans might go for Scoot, but I know that's not the, the uh, system. yeah, I don't want to go there. Trade yeah. Zion. I could care less. <laughs> um, so let's get on the field very quickly and then we'll, we'll circle back to some baseball. Yeah. Um, Carter, what's changed anything in, in, in my absence, anything that yeah. you noticed, you know, what the one thing I've noticed Do you know what the one thing I'm, I'm doing? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. I think offensive line-wise, you're going to be the best in the SEC. <sighs> name I, name, I, name I, a better one. I say Georgia. They, they get Rutledge back. They get Van Pran back. They should. Yeah, be but, at, at tack, but see, here's the problem with that. The problem with that is, yeah, they get Van Pran back, and they get their right guard back, right? Okay? So they return some of their pieces in the interior. I don't know what they have at tackle. Yeah, it, it it is going to be interesting. I do think. And here's you know, another question. Here's another thing that we're not. What if Zalance Hurd starts at right tackle and has the same kind of impact that those freshmen had, and Emory Jones gets to be able to kick back at right guard? You're going to tell me that 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 those O lines can't compete because I'm going to tell you if anything is truth in what I'm hearing about what that young man's doing in the way. Uh oh. What happened? I have no idea. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear just fine. My screen just went blank. Anyway, oh. what that young man's doing in the weight room, then my God, 
my screen my screen went completely blank. I was like, oh my god, our lights went out. Wait, that's that's Mariah trying trying to. Yeah, you big booty hoe. Yeah, she's mad at me. All I want uh, for my birthday is a big booty hoe. I mean, it is Father's Day. That is true. Yeah, somebody hook him up. Right, no, anyway, but I, will, but anyway, I, I think, look, I don't think people understand what I think. If Mason Lunsford can do half of what I think he is, you're going to be really damn good. Yeah, we know he can run block. We know that for sure. Um, Dellinger but, ain't got a spot, buddy. Delly ain't got a spot. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be the odd man out. I do, I do too. What what I what I will tell you, and that doesn't mean he can't. That's actually a good thing. You want good backups that can play. Um, one thing, one thing I will say, Blake, is it is interesting. So, uh, Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas is right uh, the most most respected, and their line has moved up to LSU as a three point favorite. So. That line floated around one, one and a half. Which and, really in a neutral site game means six. Uh, well, especially one in Orlando, right? Like it's it's interesting that the move that the line movement is is gone. Well, you remember that LSU was a three and a half point favorite. Last year. Last year. State. Yeah. So uh it, it 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 that that was very interesting. And and Circa is one of the best books. It's my favorite. Um but yeah, you know LSU three point favorites. It's I know we got a thousand years until that game, but like you said, it'll be here before you know it. So obviously that's that's going to be very you know key for LSU. Uh, like you said, the offensive line is going to be really good, and uh, having Jaden back there makes it that much easier, especially in the zone read uh, RPO stuff that LSU was very good with uh, last year. So yeah, I'm really excited to see this this team actually hit the field. Here's my thing as we get there, as we get or starting to get closer. There are three main things that I want to see. Number one, what do you look like in the back end? And number two, I think you – I, I got to see more depth along the defensive line because I think everywhere else, I think at running back, you got enough depth. I don't think you need John Emery. I think you have enough talent at tight end. I, we saw that last year. They're only get, they've only gotten better there. <sighs> I think that the talent in the room, if you can limit the drops at wide receiver, you're much, you're better better by subtraction. Carter, here's the here's the crazy thing. You were thirtieth or thirty second in pass yards allowed in the country last year. You were eightieth in sacks. Okay. You gave up a lot of rushing yards. Where this defensive line was good, they got they have depth, but they're gonna have to be big. Sheed, Lee, all of them. Yeah. Look, Agreed? Yeah, no, I mean, the A&M and, and Georgia games were, were so bad. Got clapped. And, and it wasn't just, you know, physicality. It wasn't just, you know, I, I do agree with Brian Kelly that they were dangerously thin and they did wear down. And playing two games away from Tiger Stadium, you know, I've, I've shared this down plenty of times. It's really hard. Uh, to get on a plane and then the next week get on a plane, right? Um, it's it's hard, uh, especially when you play a lot of snaps. But schematically, all the way down to the actual play, they they just weren't the same unit. It was it was shocking to see, um, you know, especially the A and M game, but the Georgia game as well. So obviously, Matt House, he's really hungry to get out versus Florida State, and you know, getting off the field on third down is what destroyed uh, LSU last year. And we gotta opposite, win. We gotta win a week one game. 
Yeah, it, and that's another thing as well. Like, the one thing that just drives me crazy, and I hope this is discussed at SEC Media Days, is I, I, I do think people underestimate how difficult it is to come out in week one and play a really good team. It's so hard. It is so, so, so hard. You, you really have no idea. Like, LSU's best roster, half of the players that started in that game versus Florida State were not the guys that ended up being your best guys. A.K.A. Harold Perkins. Right. And uh, the offensive line wasn't what it needed to be. Uh, the pass rush wasn't what it needed to be. Uh, and so on and so on and so on. Special teams, that was such a bad LSU team compared to where they were as the season moved on. What you saw versus Florida uh, in the second half of Alabama. Now this team is going to be more locked in and ready to go and have a better identity uh, going into this Florida State game. Let me let me ask you this. Is there a team in the SEC not named Georgia that scares you on this schedule? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, obviously Ole Miss is, is going to be solid. There's no other way around it, and that is a road game. That's obviously going to be tough. Also, something else, Blake, that is not being discussed enough is – the back-to-backs. The back-to-back the back, back road game, I hate that Missouri game. I hate where it is on the schedule. I'm going to really hate it that ends up being an 11 a.m. game like a lot of Missouri home games are. Um, but one thing that is going to be very interesting and in how the CBS schedules worked it work itself out, the LSU versus Auburn game could be an early kickoff. And by early, um, it could be an 11 a.m. Because CBS has a day doubleheader on that week. So they get to pick the two SEC games that they want to go at 11 and the next one that they want to go. What are, what are the games on that day? What other games are on that day? I, I'd, have to, I'd have to pull it up. Um, I what, did a video on it. You could see it on Power Hour LSU. Um, I, I don't remember, but I think CBS is going to pick LSU and, and Auburn for one of them. Let's hope it's the 231 and not the 11 a.m. one. Um, the C- so there, CPS has never done an 11 a.m. one, though, right? Yeah, they, they've never done – that's what shocked me when I started doing research on this. They've never done um, an 11 a.m. Why are they and, doing that? Well, I don't know. I, I don't – I mean, TV contracts are definitely not my expertise. Um, and, and this is their hmm. last year. So I don't, I don't know exactly how that came about. You know who ain't going to be doing 11 a.m. games? Primetime games? I, you know who won't be doing 11 a.m. games against LSU and Auburn? Who? ESPN. <laughs> you know who they'll stick up at 11 a.m.? Vandy and Cornell State. That's who they'll put in there. Maybe. Here, here's, here's, what I, here's what I'll say about They're this. not putting L- – ESPN will not put LSU in. It ain't going to happen. Well, they won't put LSU and Alabama there. But <laughs> what I would say – is it is from a neutral vantage point. If I take off my SEC bias and the SEC channel that I do, I have to take off my LSU bias and the LSU bias that I do, and you take off, you know, all all your favorite teams and all of that. It is cool to see the Big Ten have a big game at noon, the big noon kickoff, because, you know, you have game day, you're done, your seat Corso put on the headgear, and then – you know, it's kind of like, wow, I go to Fox now because they got the big games. Right. Right. So I, I think when ESPN takes this over, 
you're going to see more marquee games during that 11 a.m. window. It won't be LSU Alabama, but it 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 could be more LSU 11 a.m. games. And obviously, I know that doesn't excite anyone, and I know a lot of people hate me uh, for saying that, but um, LSU has been one of the more fortunate teams when it comes to avoiding 11 a.m. kickoffs. Anyway, so uh, there could be uh, more of it. So we'll see. All right, last one for you. Let's circle back to baseball before I get you out of here. Um, you're a big baseball guy now. I, w- I won't say that. I'm, I'm definitely nowhere close to you or my took when it comes to uh, baseball coverage. But I will say, uh, in the last time LSU won it all, I don't know if I've ever shared this on here before. Um, I, I got to go to Omaha for the full two weeks. Um, got to do you know the radio show and all that stuff I was doing at the time. What year you said? Oh, nine. When they won it all. Okay. Uh, it, it was so much fun. So if anybody you out there. You stayed out there the whole two weeks? Yeah, it was crazy. That was the funnest thing I've ever done, honestly. And wow. I've gotten to do some really cool things. What did you learn now, about what, Omaha? What I learned about Omaha? Uh-huh. The zoo The zoo is incredible. That, that's the zoo? The zoo is, is, is dope, man. Uh, the zoo? Uh, the zoo is great. Are you kidding me? Anyone here ever been in Omaha Zoo? You don't oh like a good zoo? Oh, my God. So you mean to tell me you have the best baseball games in America on and you went to the zoo? Blake, there's this thing called free time. Have you ever heard of it before? <laughs> I mean, do you just want me to sit with a dip in my mouth for the next game? Hey, don't you dare. You already made fun of hey dudes. Don't make fun of white people hey dipping. Dudes on. <laughs> All right, so what else? what else did you learn about Omaha? It's awesome. Like I went to the Drover. It was great. Baird's barley corn, the whole thing. The I don't know if they still have the volleyball court and all that stuff. It's awesome. If you're if they make it to the championship game and you're just sitting at home, like oh my god, I I'm thinking about doing it. Go do it. it, it it's great. Even if you're not, you know, uh, an LSU fan, Omaha's great, and, and you really get to see how much that city really cares about it. Now, oh dude, hey, did you see the gear, Carter? Did you see the truck? No. That uh-uh. so some lady, I saw this today. Some lady so they they sell all the teams merchandise that are there, right? Okay. Okay, so they got Stanford, they got a cart for Stanford. Okay. They got a cart for TCU. They got a cart for uh Wake Forest. They got a small little cart for Oral Roberts. They brought in an 18-wheeler for LSU. <laughs> a whole 18-wheeler for LSU, and the lady said, I literally last year was praying when LSU was playing Southern Miss. She said, I in 2017, I made more money in that year than maybe some other years combined because of LSU. How nuts is that? Yeah, and at, at when I went, they all said the same thing. They're, they were so happy that LSU was there. And, man, seeing Chad Jones was definitely the, the coolest thing. But – what I'll say about the current team is, yes, your pitching analysis is, is spot on. And you got to go Skeens and Dolander, man. You got to go Skeens and Dolander. Yeah, Let's I, see the best I, against the best, man. I want to see best yeah, against best. I agree. I, I think you want to go down with your best pitcher. Your well, I want to see Tua and Burrow. You know, like when, when Tua yeah. got hurt, everybody's like, Blake, why aren't you mad? I'm like, because I, I want him to be at his best. Why wouldn't well, I? Yeah. Let me ask you this, more importantly. What is the proper price for a Jello shot? 
Okay, so did you see my tweets today? Yeah. So, so okay. You're did you see people saying the Jello shots were four dollars and fifty cents? That's absurd. These okay, okay. So listen, this is what I was gonna do. This is what I had planned on doing. I was gonna call the place, and let's say LSU won on Saturday. I was gonna do a hundred Jello shots, thinking. Okay, they can't be more than a dollar. Dollar, yeah, you know, exactly. like a dollar. At worst, they're two dollars. Okay, and I'm out two hundred bucks. So I was gonna buy the whole bar, freaking Jello shots, and maybe I'll just keep doing that. You know, hundred here, hundred there, four dollars and fifty cents. And now I can't even get a proper price because I got some people saying it's four dollars and fifty cents. I got people telling me it's two dollars. Like, look, yeah. the show will buy. 100 LSU fans, jello shots. Okay, like I will do, I will call them up right now and already put us on the board. Like, get them ready. Right. You yeah. know, $4.50. I don't believe that. There's I, no I, way, dude. I, I truly, I truly don't. Like, that's, and, and unless it's like a, a, a like a cut, like a full gelatin. Look, cup. Rick, look, look. Rick says it is $4.50. There's Carter. There's no way they're printing money. They are printing, they are printing money over a stupid money. little game. Let me just tell you something. I, going into this, I was like, "Yeah, this is cool. Let's go win the Jello shot competition for four dollars and fifty cents. I'll punch somebody in the face. I ain't buy, I ain't paying no. I ain't buying a hundred for four dollars and fifty cents. It ain't happening. Well, what, what it's you not happening. Be. I'm just telling you. You know how many hey dudes I could buy. Well, four hundred and fifty dollars. I could have. I could buy the whole damn collection. And and here's what's here's what's really funny about this is that is the best social media marketing I've ever seen. They're, yeah, they're pinning teams against each other. They're pinning fans not, against each other. It's not only that. It's the amount of money they spent into this. It's a dry erase board. Uh, and 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 their their name and just free social media. I'm, I I don't. Carl, think know. about think about this. Ole Miss last year bought eighteen thousand Jello shots at okay, four let's, let's at four dollars and fifty cents. That's eighty one thousand dollars. <laughs> eighty one thousand dollars in Jello shots. Oh my god! Oh my god! And, and how much? How much profit do you think? I mean, it, it, it no more than 10k to make those. No more than 10k. 10k, 10k to, to, to make, to make 18,000. No, that's got to be a net, net three dollar and fifty cent profit. Exactly. So 350, okay, times 18,000, okay, that is 63,000 dollars net profit. Unbelievable. From one team. That's one team. That's one team. Yeah, one team. Now, now let me tell you. You know what's pretty? <laughs> you know what's pretty funny? Let's hear it. Stanford went to Omaha last year, right? Okay. They only bought like two hundred eighty-one of them. <laughs> Silicon Valley, man. They know the economics, man. They they get it. They 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 didn't understand it. They're they're by far the richest. Uh, oh no base. doubt. Did you see that they? Did you see that they uh, got another billion in their endowment? That and they it, won the director's cup again. They did the hardest. The hardest 
I'm all right. I'm going to throw this out there. I'm going to throw this out there. That thing's not weighted equally. The Ryder Cup. Director's Cup. The Director's Cup. It's not weighted equally. Because if LSU women's basketball, if women's track um, gymnastics, baseball and football, these things got to be weighted differently. By the way, did you know Notre Dame was up in there because of fencing? Bro, do you know? Do you Right. Brother, I would stab the shit out of somebody at Notre Dame. Fencing? Like, I'd just be sitting there saying, come on, King Arthur. Give me your best shot. Hit me with your best shot. Fencing is bottom five sport. Bottom five. Bottom five, brother. It's bottom two, and it's not two. I mean. Fencing. When's the last time we fought with swords? Like, bro, I, I get it's cool when you watch Game of Thrones and, the, exactly. the, you know, Khaleesi or whatever her name was, but we don't fence anymore. Just throwing it out there. I, I, need, I need a deeper investigation of the Jello shot. I, I, I will say Barrett's Barley Corn has always been the LSU bar. and there's some, they're, they're doing it at some pub now. Yeah. It, it could some just, Irish it, pub. It could, it, yeah. So that's Barrett's was Irish. It, oh, okay. Be, yeah. So I don't know. I, it's been well over a decade. I'm washed up. But, uh, but yeah, it was great. I mean, that was crazy to actually see them win it all. And I knew Renato and and Micah Gibbs fairly well. Um, I was really happy for for them. So there you go. Carter, the power Brian. It's good talking to you, buddy. Back on this platform. It's also good talking to you about some football and Jello shots. And I'm just going to let you know, it's already all over social media, cold, uh, thicker than cold peanut butter. It's oh, all over yeah, social but media. Just, but but you have to, if it, if that did go viral, tag Dion Cole. I don't, I, I do not claim that. I know how social media could be. Well, listen, and, listen, here's he, the truth. He, here's the truth. I would never, I would never steal material. Yeah, I only it, said it he's it already fun. said it. You can say it's not that big of a deal. Oh, Here, it's a huge he, deal. No, it's not. Here's the thing. No, it's not. You know how many times I say Cat Williams shit all the time? I walk around the house saying Cat Williams stuff. I be doing every day I'm hustling, hustling, hustle, hustling, hustle. You know, like, all right, let me just say this before I get you out of here. Mariah Mills, baby, you got to calm down. Mariah Mills has got to calm down. We know your name. Like we we get it. You've gotten your uh, well. It's it's not it's not her calling out the trash or the things that he did to her. It's that she's like doing a video of her twerking. Like her one boot one booty cheek goes up, the other booty cheek goes up, and she's like Zion Williamson and his trash D word. He was all over this, and I'm like, baby girl, calm down. I mean, more people have been on your ass than a toilet seat. You know, like, she's got a tattoo on her ass that I obviously saw. And you know what she should put there? The New Orleans Pelicans were here, 2023. All of them. All of them. Allegedly. Maybe. I don't know. All of them. I I will say, the 2019 NBA draft class, oh, oh, what a a brutal, brutal, brutal year for them. But, yeah, she's got to stop. Maybe uh, her and Baby Gronk's dad should start a reaction. Oh, don't give me a start on that piece of shit. All right, later. Bye. Love you. See ya. Carter the Power Bryant joining us. Um, He says, do you mean Rick Ross? 
pressure. You remember the Cat Williams thing where he goes, every day I'm hustling, hustling, hustle, hustling. I don't remember the uh, thing. All right, last commercial break. I want to talk on Arkansas. Give me five minutes. We're back next. Talk about Steve Bain. Bayou Daiquiri's at Bayou Bowling Go is owned and operated locally by Steve and Lisa Bean. You can find them at 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington, Louisiana. That's 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington. The North Shore's first crawfish drive-thru is about to step it up another notch by bringing you drive through daiquiris as well. You can call in your order today at 985-888-1914. 985-888-1914. Cause you know what? Daiquiris and crawfish. It's a Louisiana thing. Arkansas fans, you're not going 10 and 2. Arkansas fans, you're not going 10 and 2. Arkansas fans, you're not going 10 and 2. Here's the bottom line. I've been on social media all day long, and my mentions, for whatever reason, have been flooded with Arkansas fans and fan bases coming out here saying that they're, you know, we're going to be competitive in the West this year. Baby girl, no, you're not. No, you're not. I, I don't believe that you are. So can you hit a ceiling of 9-3? Maybe. I, I, you do. They do have some nice pieces. But at the end of the day, at the very, very end of the day, we got to be a little bit more realistic of where Arkansas sits. Baby girl, y'all got to calm down. I'll dive deeper into y'all at a later date, but y'all have to be realistic. Your defensive line's not good enough. Your DB room, your linebacker room, your wide receiver room, your outside of Rocket Sanders, your running back room. You're not deep enough. To make that run, sweetie. Calm your tits. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.